Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Texas Time, and 9.40 in Michigan and on the East Coast. Thrilled to have you along with us this morning. For those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. And I come to you with an education background, but a huge interest in both health and nutrition and exercise. And so I'm always looking for things that I can share with you that will help support our TR90 lifestyle. So that TR90 program, when you're first starting out, is one really good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. If you're a much larger person, you may want to increase the number of grams per meal or add a fourth meal that has 30 grams in it. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables, 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week, drinking plenty of water to stay hydrated, and the current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, at a minimum you should be drinking 50 ounces of water. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, if at all possible. If it's not possible, do take them with your meals because it's better to take them with your meals than not to take them at all or to forget. So with that being said, um, that's one of those things that you want to make sure you do. Seven to nine hours of sleep daily. If you're not at that point, um, One of the things I can suggest that you do is go to bed 15 minutes earlier until that becomes a habit and you start picking up that 15 minutes and then you can bump it up another 15 minutes. It's easier to go to bed earlier than it is to try to wake up later um, because your body's circadian rhythms, that's kind of how that works. And with that being said, I'm always looking for things that will help supplement that tier 90 lifestyle. And today I'm sharing some information out of a book that's called Fat Chance, Beating the Odds Against Sugar, Processed Food, Obesity, and Disease. It was written by Robert H. Lustig, and Lustig is L-U-S-T-I-G, M-D-M-S-L. And yesterday I shared with you um, about 50 different names for sugars that are added to processed foods. And so I'm going to kind of pick up where we left off there and um, move forward. So it's you really do need to read your labels, and shopping the periphery of the um, supermarket is better because that's where your vegetables, your dairy products, your meats <coughs> are usually kept rather than the inner aisles. The food industry is introducing sugar to infants at an ever earlier age. Abbott Labs makes Isomil, a lactose-free baby formula. The lactose is substituted with a 10.3% sucrose. Coke is 10.5% sucrose, so just think about that. A can of soda is 10.5% sucrose, and the Isomil has... 10.3% sucrose. Mead Johnson discontinued production of their chocolate-flavored toddler formula. 
Infogrow in 2010 because of the backlash from consumers regarding the amount of sugar required to balance the chocolate, which is inherently bitter. However, the vanilla version is still on the market. And according to the Center for Science in the Public Interest, Gerber and Heinz add sugars and or starch fillers to more than half of their second and third stage fruits and several second stage vegetables. Is it any wonder that we have an epidemic of obese six-month-olds? So how do you curb your sugar consumption? Start with eliminating all sugared beverages. We were designed to eat our calories and not drink them. Just think of a soda as a fructose delivery vehicle similar to cigarettes. And juice is worse than soda. Juice has 5.8 teaspoons of sugar per cup, and soda has 5.4 teaspoons of sugar per cup. So eat your fruit, don't drink it. Second, take all of your recipes, and whatever sugar it is called for, reduce the amount by one-third. I promise your home-baked goods will be better tasting and better for you. You can actually taste the chocolate, the oatmeal, and the nuts. Lastly, make desserts special. When I grew up, and this is Dr. Lustig talking, dessert was once a week. Now it's a once a meal and also at snack time. My children know that a weekday dessert means a piece of fruit, and weekends are reserved for something, special, something more elaborate. I guarantee you they won't feel deprived. If a food has a nutrition label, label, by definition, it's processed. Everyone immediately focuses on the total calories and the grams of saturated fat. These are the least important properties of any food. Here's the real scoop on what to look for on the nutrition facts label. If it's a liquid, it should have five calories or less. Unflavored milk is the only exception. Remember, milk sugar is lactose which turns into glucose in the liver, so no fructose here. If it's a solid, it should have three grams of fiber or more. If the word's partially hydrogenated, a.k.a. trans fat, appear anywhere, it's been designed not to go rancid, so it will, may very well outlast you. If any form of sugar is in one of the first three ingredients, it's a dessert. Here are two examples of how to use these simple rules at the point of contact. The first one is yogurt. A 20-ounce Coca-Cola has 27 grams of total sugars. A standard 6-ounce Yoplait yogurt also has 27 grams of total sugars. But yogurt's healthy, right? How much of those 27 grams is milk sugar, lactose, and not harmful? And how much is added sugar or sucrose? A Greek yogurt has no added sweeteners and is 64 grams of total sugar per 24 ounces or 16 grams per 6 ounces. That means that an individual Yoplait has 11 grams of added sugar. So when you consume a Yoplait, you're getting a yogurt plus 8 ounces of Coca-Cola. The second thing, chocolate milk. Milk has calcium, phosphorus, vitamin D, and all, the necess- all necessary for growing children and for adults to prevent osteoporosis. An 8-ounce 
carton of 1% milk has 130 gram, or 130 calories and 15 grams of total sugars. That's in the lactose form. However, an 8-ounce carton of 1% chocolate milk has 190 calories and 29 grams of total sugars, including 14 grams of added sugar or high fructose corn syrup. So chocolate milk is milk plus 10%, 10 ounces of Coca-Cola. Ooh, that does not sound good. Yogurt and chocolate milk are the perfect examples of how food, the food industry hides the sugar. The nutrition facts, facts label lists total sugars. If these are from lactose, milk sugar, or from sugar within the original fruit or vegetable prior to packaging, they are not of concern. The only sugar that you need to be concerned about is the added sugar, and that which is specifically added to, added by the food industry for all the reasons stated. In other words, preservation and not to go rancid and all that fun stuff. The industry does not have to report this number on the label for proprietary concerns. But by checking the ingredient list and looking for the 40 names of added sugar, you can outsmart them. When we have the pro- then we have the problem of juice. There's no added sugar, but there is subtracted fiber, which makes the sugar in the juice equivalent to sugar having been added. This is one reason why the USDA fact, Nutrition Facts food label needs, to, needs a complete overhaul. The goal of the supermarket ex- this supermarket exercise is to shift your food buying from the high fructose, trans fat, low fiber, i.e. processed, grocery basket to a low fructose, zero trans fat, high fiber, natural basket. The only rational way is to buy the real food in the first place, the meat, the dairy, and the produce. One of Michael Pollan's rules from his book, Food Rules, is if your grandmother wouldn't recognize it as a food, it isn't. Of course, your grandmother might not recognize tempeh or tofu, miso or edeame, but someone's grandmother would, and I would also add that if the food has a company logo you've heard of, it's processed. If you eat real food, your weight will take care of itself, just as it did for the 50,000 years since irrigation and the taming of fire. We have no choice but to try to recreate the kind of food supply our grandparents had before the food processors tainted it in the US, our UCSF Watch Clinic. We provide the parents of our obese patients with shopping lists where the foods are sorted by what they do to your insulin. And um, there's actually quite a long list here. And I think we're just, we've got a couple more minutes. So real versus processed foods shopping list. So greens, unprocessed, uh, let's see. The goal of obesity management is to keep your insulin down. This is a sample shopping list based on four principles to accomplish this goal. One, low sugar. Two, high fiber. Three, low omega-6 fats. <coughs> Excuse me. And six, low trans fats. 
Similar to the traffic light diet, items listed in the green can be eaten ad lib. Those listed in the yellow are su- suggest mild caution about three to five times per week, and those in the red should be reserved for special occasions or about one or two times a week. <coughs> Excuse me. Intact whole grains. So that that is in the green in the green light category, high fiber cereal with less than five grams of fiber or greater than five grams of fiber and less than three grams of sugar. Things like that would be included in that would be steel cut Irish oatmeal, Bob's Red Mill has five grams of fiber and zero sugar, shredded wheat. No added sugar, seven grams of fiber, one gram of sugar, fiber one. Bran cereal, which has 14 grams of fiber and no added sugar. Your whole grain breads, looking at less than, uh, should be greater than three grams of fiber. German fitness bread, coarse wheat kernel bread. Cracked wheat, which is also known as bulgur, B-U-L-G-U-R. Coarse barley kernel, coarse rye kernel, which is also known as pumpernickel, whole grain pumpernickel. And then you have your whole grains of wild and brown rice, whole amaranth, whole barley, whole buckwheat, whole corn, including air-popped unsweetened popcorn, whole millet, whole oats, whole quinoa, whole rye, whole sorghum, whole pep, whole triticale, whole wheat, all those whole wheat varieties. And then you come to your condiments, which are all herbs and spices, earth-balanced buttery spread, homemade salad dressing, homemade barbecue sauce, hummus. Um, Also in that greens category is lard, mustard, salsa, yogurt sauce, Tabasco, and other hot sauces without sugar. For your vegetable oils, olive and canola oil are your best for cooking, dipping, and salad dressings. Eggs, egg beaters. In your meat category, the low omega-6 unprocessed, you've got grass-fed beef, wild fish, lamb, turkey, free-range chicken. For your nuts and seeds, you have almonds, flax seeds, macadamias, peanuts, pecans, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, walnuts, Nut and seed butters like almond, cashew, macadamia, peanut, hazelnut, sunflower seed butter, all natural, made only of nuts, seeds, and salt. In your non-meat categories, you've got veggie garden burgers, boca burgers, tofu made with calcium, tempeh. In your dairy, you have your plain milk, plain yogurt, string cheese, Cottage cheese, mozzarella, farmer's cheese, cream cheese, jack cheese, queso fresco, Colby cheese, cheddar cheese, butter, sour cream, and in your beans, you have adzuki beans and asazi beans. Oh, those are my favorites. Black beans, black-eyed peas, ame, fava beans, garbanzo beans, also known as chickpeas, kidney beans, lentils, lima beans. In your Fruits for your unprocessed, any whole unprocessed fruits, so that's apples, apricots, bananas, blueberries, cantaloupe, cherries, grapes, green bell peppers, guavas, 
honeydew, kiwi, mandarin, orange, mango, papaya, peach, pear, pineapple, plum, raspberries, star fruit, strawberries, raspberries, watermelon, and any whole fruit that is unprocessed. For your vegetables, you have asparagus, bean sprouts, bell peppers, all colors, bok choy, broccoli, carrots, cauliflower, cucumber, eggplant, green beans, green peas, lettuce, mushrooms, onions, peas, peppers of all varieties, radish, spaghetti, squash, uh, spaghetti squash, spinach, squash, sweet potatoes, tomatoes, yams, and any whole vegetables that are unprocessed. For beverages, you've got water, bottled water, club soda, and sparkling water, plain milk that's unflavored, herbal and other teas, black and green teas that are unsweetened, plain soy milk that is fortified, plain rice milk fortified, coffee that is black with no sweetener, and that is all in their, in his green list. And with that, I think we've probably reached the end of our time for today, so I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other and for any questions or comments or if you have any thoughts about future calls that you'd like to hear. So there we have it, my friends. Try to stick with the real foods rather than the processed foods. They're better for us. And tomorrow we should have Frank up, and I'll be back on Thursday. We have Victoria, I believe, coming up on Friday to get our weekend off to a wonderful meditation start. Have a great day. That was very interesting. I thought it was very interesting, too. And yesterday with the 40-plus different types of names for processed sugars, I thought was really fascinating. Yeah. So kind of frightening the way they sneak it in on us. I know, and they, and they use so many different terms that it's hard to keep track of them all. Well, go out and make it a great day. To top the hour, we have One Team Global Live on Facebook. One of our leaders will be sharing information on how to build a new skin business, if that's something you're interested in. And with that, I'm going to let everybody go, and we'll be back here tomorrow for Mr. Frank. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody. You too. Bye-bye.